Welcome everyone. My name is Bree and we are having our first ever episode of my new podcast, Great Things Come From Dudley. Yes, I am returning back to YouTube after months of no posting. You know, I'm quick to not be on social media, but we are back uh, with, you know, my first podcast and we're going to get into how we got here, how we got to this name and how we got to me doing a podcast because I can money back guarantee you I did not have this on my bingo card for 2023. Um, And so let's just get into it right into it. So earlier this year, the first weekend of the year, I lost my dog. And if you ask me in real life, I would say my dog was killed because I left him under somebody care. He was neglected in some sort of fashion where he ate something that was plastic and actually cut a hole in his stomach, a small but tiny hole, very effective hole that bled the fluids to his stomach out to his body that essentially shut down all his organs and he is now in the heavens in the dog heavens I prayed a good prayer and I know he is watching over me with my grandpa hopefully hopefully my grandpa is petting him as we speak and I am so hurt guys I have these sunglasses on because if I start to cry you guys will not see uh, my eyes start to well but we are at a situation where I have to find mechanisms to to get through this healing journey because it has been crazy. Um, and let's just think about this. I oftentimes think, what do people think right before they snap? What are the thoughts? What is the conscience? What is anything that they think before they snap? Because all those thoughts came to me when my dog passed away in a sense that I was ready to risk my whole freedom to cause harm on someone else. And that someone else is obviously the babysitter because I felt like she neglected him. I felt like she's the ultimate reason why he died. So to me, in order for me to feel revenge and vengeance and vengeance to be mine and not the Lord's, I felt as if I should have done something to her to make her hurt and something that she could not get back. And as the days went on, people should, said I should have sued her to help pay for his medical bills. But they wanted that money up front. That money came and it is gone. But my dog is not here. And I feel like she shouldn't have a piece of her life right now. But, you know. We have to remember that we have a lot to lose in this life. Freedom and time and, you know, people counting on you. That stuff matters. That stuff matters when you're thinking about it. When you think about doing those crazy, aggressive acts, you have to think about what you would lose. And people are like, I have nothing to lose. Freedom is a loss. Time is a loss. And at the moment, that might give you temporary fulfillment to see somebody hurt just as much as you. But the consequences will, the risk and consequences will not outweigh the reward of that temporary fulfillment. So, I just want to just start off by that's how we kind of got here today. I have been in active therapy and my therapist has suggested that I 
share my healing journey in some type of way because you guys don't understand how dark I feel and how dark my thoughts are and what steps I've been taking to get to some type of light, some type of forgiveness, some type of acceptance because at the end of the day, the my dog isn't here anymore. It's not the fact that I lost my dog because that's the circle of life. We lose. That's a part of life. But I felt like he was taken away from me. And anything that's taken away from me abruptly and can't be given back, can't be re-upped, yeah, that just doesn't sit right with my spirit. So I am trying to do active things to help me do this healing process and accepting that, yes, you know, I lost my dog. And yes, that is the circle of life, but I shouldn't do things to hurt other people. Mm. It sound nice, don't it? It sound nice, don't it? It don't even sound sweet to me because you know what sounds sweet to me? Yeah, breaking a couple bones. That sounded so sweet and still to this day it sounds a little, a little, it has a little sweet sound to it to me still. But I can't do that because number one, I have... A career. I have family that loves me dearly. And even though these are just thoughts and not acts, it's still hard to escape them. It has been hard for me to escape a lot of things these last few weeks. And I'm going to tell you the things that I do to mentally help that. The first thing I did was decompartmentalize. So that worked that nine to five. That's when I took off all my problems. I was in there smiling, happy, giggle, giggle, joke, joke every single day like nothing happened. I can do that because that is the eight hours a day that I was able to just focus on something else. I was able to focus on, you know, you know, getting my recs done and sourcing and just, you know, trying to help others and getting other people's career started or you know helping someone find another job that eight hours a day was dedicated to that not dedicated to me being sad that's the other 16 hours <laughs> that's the other 16 hours I dedicated to myself to be sad depressed angry mostly anger but you know the eight hours of the day was you know that was the good part the second thing I did was you know did things to get my mind off my mind off certain things. So I did like Pilates more. I shopped more. Thank God for the first to begin of the year sales. I went to Zara, Macy's. And I didn't even buy a lot of things. I just was just walking around the department stores. So like a lot of things to clear my mind, which is literally walking around malls. That's just easy to do. Just walking around the mall. And I did active therapy, I'm back in active therapy, you know, I go every week now, I didn't go every week before, but I gotta go now, because you guys, losing, losing something that's a part of your daily routine, is so, I might take long pauses, because I'm trying not to be upset, but it is so hard to lose something that's a part of your daily routine. Like the reason some half the days when you don't want to get up, you have to because this particular pet, you know, person or thing is you have to give up, get up to take care of it. Like they need you. Like somebody's relying on you. 
and that's how I felt. I'm obviously a single woman with no kids, and that pet is like and Sebastian. He was essentially was the reason why I had to go outside every day because he had to go to the bathroom. I had to do things because someone was relying on me to feed them, was relying on me to walk them, was relying on me to play with them, and I I loved Sebastian. That was like my baby, and. For him to be taken away abruptly, we only been together, it would have been two years this year. So, it was really hard because prior to 2021, getting a dog also wasn't on my bingo card. I did not like dogs. I, like, dogs and me was not a thing. I did not like dogs. They were not something you would catch me with or at. And then... Getting Sebastian, my whole mindset changed. Imagine getting something that alters your mindset, alters your daily routine, and then alters everything about you. It wasn't like I was a dog lover and I had, and this was like, this was like something that I needed in my life to function. This was something that was given to me and it became a part of my life. And then through time, I needed it to function and that everywhere we went together felt like home. So it wasn't like I was a crazy dog lover because I wasn't. Sebastian made me a dog lover. He made me want to be around other pets because the love I have for him kind of gentled my heart to love other dogs, you know, and going to dog parks and things like that. He was very protective, very loving. I never knew what that love felt like until I got Sebastian. I never knew that there could be a pet or I never understood the concept of having a pet until getting Sebastian. And I, I, you know, when you alter that mindset and your mindset is altered and then for that mindset to be a part of you and then as quick as it came a part of you is as quick as it was taken away from you, the person that's responsible to me, deserves to be um, to be hurt. And not hurt in the mental and or the financial, because that doesn't matter to me. Mental and financial hurt doesn't matter to me. I need to physically see you hurt. I need to see something that you can't get back. Maybe a leg, an arm, a finger. Those things you can't grow back or get back. I can't get my dog back. You shouldn't have your leg. That's how I feel about it. But because we live in a society where I can't do that, that means that I have to be cordial and just accept it and move forward. So this is my way of trying to walk through that. And I'm also dealing with a lot of things, obviously, uh, I was already starting my healing journey, already, already starting to understand the relationships I had in my life and where they should be placed in the puzzle of my life and understanding where I should be at. But then this abruptly happened and now I just can't have any communication with anybody. When this abrupt killing happened, okay, I had to isolate myself because the thoughts I had that I wanted to do to that woman should not even be, should not have even, I can't even repeat. You know what I mean? And it caused me to do some type of isolation. So that meant I had to turn off my phone for a week. A week I turned off my phone because I 
was fighting a demon. In that pet hospital, if anybody that you know that work at that pet hospital, I'm not gonna put them, I'm not gonna put the name out there, but I was screaming in that they put me in like a little room, closed the door, screaming, fighting them thoughts in my life, fighting for my freedom, fighting for every single thing in me. Now, mind y'all, I'm about five eight. I'm almost 200 pounds. And this lady's probably like 5'1", maybe like 140. Let's just say I was ready to WWE, break a leg, a lot of things. And in perspective, I have the built to do it. I have the strength to do it. My legs themselves leg press about 350 you know shout out to burn boot camp that really helped them legs grow but I was not going to spare no mercy on this woman and the kicker is she's also pregnant so I know I would have been under the jail because that's like two offenses you know but as we grow in God and we grow in life we oftentimes have to figure out where enough is enough. Where do you stop listening to those voices and where do you get back? And I'm on the get back right now. I still decompartmentalize at work. I go into work eight hours a day and act like nothing's happening. Even though of the 16 hours, I'm struggling. I'm trying to find ways that are not substance filled, so no alcohol. No trying to find love through fornication or trying to find love through somebody else. Just trying to do positive things that can enhance myself now that I don't think about those thoughts. And when people say, like, how do those thoughts get in your mind? You are a human being. Those thoughts are always able to be in your mind. The nicest person you know has the ability to steal, kill, destroy. It doesn't matter if they'll do it or not. It's just a choice. It's always there. And the, I was battling in that pet hospital with my choices. And I'm still battling to this day. Because I still get angry. I still am upset. I'm still just trying to get myself together. And with that being said... Here we are at the great things come from Dudley because I want to tell you how great it can be to go through a healing journey, how great it can be to show progress, how great it can be to find revelations in your life that you can use and that you can build yourself on and that you can just start living life and loving yourself and not the appearance on the outside, but really on the inside. And, and that's what I want to do in this particular podcast is, you know, share testimonies testimonies share topics that can really help people that knows to get through anything whether it's like you know losing or in general losing and I'm in my Jacob and I'm in my Jacob and Esau story right now I'm Esau I am just I don't know I just I just that woman has currently has power over me and until she doesn't, until I'm over that and can accept that, I have to isolate myself to learn how to love 
and accept the things that have happened to me and move through it. Because I probably never, you never, it is scientifically proven that trauma is always going to be in your mind. It's just how you learn how to operate, uh, learn how to operate around it. This traumatic experience will always be in my mind. I can live, I can replay it in my mind every single day. But how I'm going to get myself to go through it and still operate the same is what we're going to do together on this podcast. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things, but this is the ultimate reason why I started it and why I'm passionate about it. And I just want to say that active therapy really helps. When I went back to, I found a new therapist, and when I went back to finding a new therapist, I had a criteria. Now, everything I have to do now has to come with a criteria, whether it's a job, whether it's, you know, finding a therapist, whether it's finding a gym. It has to have some type of criteria for me because I have to feel comfortable, even though this experience is probably going to be uncomfortable for me. I still have to be comfortable in some sort of aspect. And having a criteria, some sort of criteria, helps. And when it came to my criteria, it was I needed an African African American male in their 50s that is both a certified counselor, PhD, and also is in the church. Maybe a, not really a pastor, but a minister or something like that. And I found one. You know, he's great. I love seeing him. But the reason why that was my criteria is because I grew up with a very active grandfather. And he was in his 50s when I was born. And when I was a kid, every time something happened, I will only feel sometimes mostly comfortable talking to my grandfather. Because he was essentially like my therapist and my counselor growing up. Like every Sunday we would have brunch or like breakfast, brunch. And I would just pour my heart out. Everything I was dealing with, everything I felt, and he would just talk to me and give me and give me advice and tell me how to learn, tell me how to really deal with behaviors. And unfortunately, he did pass away in 2019, and it's been hard because now I actually have to kind of stare back up everything he's ever told me. Obviously, the years prior, but you know that particular criteria came from what I was comfortable with with my grandfather. And it worked because the very first session, it was perfect. I felt so open to talking to this man. I felt so open to his advice. I wasn't, I wasn't like giving him pushback. I didn't cut him off because everything he said was not only what psychology says, but also what the Bible says. And you can't really, you can fight psychology sometimes, but you really can't fight the Bible because it's like this situation it is what it is. And so we, I just really enjoy it. And then I just look forward to seeing him every, every single week because he'd be like, what revelation did we learn this week? And every week it's like you try to search for something to get you out step by step of this dark place that I'm currently in. And I see like maybe 4% of the light. I was at zero, but I'm at 4% now in a month. That's pretty good. You know, it might take me some longer to get to 10%, but Getting to that 4% took a lot, like isolation, and I'm still isolated somewhat. The only people I talk to now is my parents and the people that is able to be in my vicinity. And that's like, you know, you have to live in a 20-mile radius because you could pull up on me. Other than that, I just don't answer the phone or I don't answer the text message. And I love my friends. And this is the message to my friends. I love y'all. 
with all my heart. But when I get to like 40%, I can probably operate better. But right now, I can't. And I don't want to get on the phone and then something triggers me and I'm not strong enough. And it could be anything. It could be talking about anything. So I just rather just stay isolated for a little bit. So that is the purpose of Great Things Come From Dudley. This is the first episode. We're going to keep it very, very, very light. I know I just threw it on you with the story time. I just threw it on you. But it's okay. You know, we're here. We're here. And I just said to myself the other day, I said, anything else bad happens to me, I'm going to be okay. Right? Because the worst thing has happened. My house is empty. I have nobody in here dwelling with me. I have nobody in here giving me motivation anymore. Nothing else really worse could happen. Like losing a job or anything. My bank account getting cleared out. All that stuff could happen. And I just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Because, like, I feel like I lost a big part of me. Like, people lose jobs. And those things can be re-upped. Money can be re-upped. But a piece of your heart gone and it'll never come back can't be re- that can't be replaced. You can only make room for something else. So yeah, that's that's how we got here, guys. I am was going to just do like an introduction type of thing this podcast and then I have more formal topics I want to go over but I really wanted to tell you guys why I got to this place and why you're going to be seeing me more often this is therapeutic for me this is going to help me now let me say this this does not replace therapy please seek a counselor I still seek a counselor yeah like, don't think, oh, yeah, I could just start a podcast and that'd be my therapy. No, baby, you need to go therapy still. And if talking out your problems to, that can help others, you know, that's where you start a podcast, not just to replace it with therapy with you and your homies. That's just not a thing. You know, still go to active therapy, still try to do steps and your due diligence to get better, get out your dark space. But don't just look for one format. Like for me, I'm doing multiple things. I'm a 5 a.m. gymmer now. Before I used to go at like 6 or 7. I go at 5 a.m. now. I start my day. I dedicate my day to my, my, my first. The first thing I dedicate to my day now is my mind and my body. Like that is I'm, I'm dedicating an hour and a half to that first. I come home. I eat. Nourishments. I chill. Watch Spongebob. SpongeBob, and then I log on. That is how I start my mornings during the week. That gives me the, the strength to move forward. Like. And I appreciate that because that's really been helping me get to that 4%, you know? And I feel like as I've been doing it, my body's been changing, my lifestyle has been changing, and I've been going out, you know? I went to brunch, but I only go out with people that don't know I'm having problems, which is easy because you could just, you know, you could just go with friends that you talk to every once, every couple months. That's easy to me. So... It, it just makes it easy for me to just move forward or try to move forward or try to get through this hard time. If anybody else is going through a hard time, I would love to know. So these episodes are going to be very 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, very short. Uh, the podcast will be available on all platforms. And I'm going to have a link 
uh, in the bio where you can go ahead and share your testimony, share any topics you want to talk about, or you could just simply, you know, have a question that you want me to go over. I'm really knowledgeable in a lot of things and I would love to answer any questions when it comes to career, when it comes to life, when it comes to moving forward, when it comes to mental health. I have trained myself to really think about all aspects of life and I just as I said again like my grandpa really instilled those things in me and I'm grateful for him I'm grateful that he did that for me because now I can help others and I can help others understand behaviors and then how to fight those demons how to fight those voices if I didn't have uh, if I didn't have that growing up those people that instilled that stuff in me it would have been harder for me not to snap because I was on the brink. I was on the break. And as a human, you will get to that. doesn't matter how much you've learned or you've been taught. You'll always get to that. So I'm here to tell you that, you know, I can tell you how to, I, I want to just tell you how I can, you can go back and you can snap out of it. Or you can, if you don't snap, how to get yourself out that mindset, how to move forward. And that's what I, my purpose of this podcast is to do. And next episode, I'll get into a small introduction of how I got the name. It comes with a story. I love a good story time. And um, if you want to share a testimony, I told you, or a question, or a topic, you can go ahead into my link. You can also add me on LinkedIn. You can add me on YouTube. So I'm going to do a you. I'm going to do like a YouTube video of the same episode that you can watch on a podcast. And then. Yeah, I just really appreciate everybody, you know, being patient with me and actually going to join in on this healing journey with me. And I'm grateful. I'm blessed. I'm loved. And to all my friends, I love you. To my family, I love you. And that this get back is going to come stronger. The Brie you know is going to be stronger and you love. It's going to come back tenfold better and I appreciate you guys and to people that watch me and think that I'm just so strong I am not I am not strong one I'm not one of God's strongest soldiers we are going to learn how to be one how we're going to learn how to be one is we're going to actively try to get ourselves together so that is what we're going to be doing these next few episodes and yeah it was definitely a pleasure being with you guys again I miss everyone and i hope you guys have a great day it's mental health monday the eagles are going to the super bowl so yes let's just have one happy moment of the day and be blessed thanks so guys for listening for watching for anything my voice has been a blessing to you and you are a blessing to me thanks guys bye